like, I love it in between two. Where do you, this. yeah, where do you find that it, that it affects you? Or where do you find that you see Savior Complex come into even, come into play? Where, in your romantic life. You said where don't where? I see Savior Complex come in. That's what you said, right? <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Everywhere. Um, <clears throat> not true. I think I take better care of myself with that in my career. Yeah. Because okay. again, I'm an Aries in my career. I'm very, yeah. do what needs to get done. Right. Um, take initiative, use your brain, and be smart. Right. I think it's in my close relationships where I screw up. My friendships, mm -hmm. romance, my family, where I was kind of raised to do that. Yeah. You know, I was raised, it's not about me, it's about everybody else all the time. So fix everybody else. I think about that too. And I wonder oftentimes. Wow. Thank you so much. You're welcome. It's big. It is. <laughs> Thank you, sweetie. I wonder. Sometimes is that a condition of being a woman? Is it a condition of being the kind of woman that I am? Is it a condition of being raised by the women that raised me? Because it feels like, like you said, um, a natural responsibility, right? To swoop in wow. and make sure that things are handled. And it feels unnatural to watch chaos pop the fuck off all around and not do anything about it. For me personally, <laughs> it's easier to fix it than deal with the fallout after you know, you choose not to fix it, right? Yeah. But if you choose not to fix it, maybe there's the shame of knowing it, it was all going to hell and you didn't do anything to stop it. Or... I think, for me, and only speaking for me, but for me, <laughs> I've always had almost a knack that I had shame about. I've always had a knack for like knowing how the situation can be healed, mended, knowing what's needed. Mm -hmm. You know, it's part of being an empath, like we were mm -hmm. talking about. Like, part mm -hmm. of being an empath is like, I know exactly what you need right now. I can sense it because I can see the pain that you won't say out loud. Right. And I see your inner child who's hurting mm -hmm. the second I look at you or I walk into a room. Yeah. And so I think for me, a lot that happens is like, not just the shame of you saw it going to shit and you didn't stop it, but like, I know I could have exactly fixed that thing. Right. You know, I could have loved that situation or I could have mm -hmm. connected that person with that thing or I could have had the conversation with them mm -hmm. to break down walls and get to that. But on the same note, mm -hmm. I'm in a place now where I'm learning that mm -hmm. I have a purpose to heal, to empower, mm -hmm. to transform. It's something I do naturally in my in my element. Mm -hmm. That's a, for a certain pool of people. My friendships that are close, my relationships that are romantic. Yeah, I shouldn't be pulling from the same damn pool. And right. in the past, I did. Thank be you. Thank you. And so I recognize in times I'm like, shit. 
that person I spent all that time with in that relationship and that friendship with all that I bent over backwards, yeah. I really was supposed to like treat that right. like my career and my purpose and have boundaries of. Right. Because the people that care about me and are reciprocating in romantic or friendship or family mm -hmm. kind of relationship, they're not going to have me bend over backwards like that for them because it's, it's a relationship. It's not charity and... Right. Ugh. But it's so hard because, again, it's hardest with the people you're close to to watch them sink. Yeah. It's so hard. You feel like it's part of you. Right. Oh, yeah. I absolutely take on the failures of people closest to me. Oh. Absolutely. Because of that same... Thing, that desire to see, first of all, that desire to see them win, right? But I make a lot of trouble for myself in trying to manage outcomes <laughs> because I find that if it doesn't go the way I know it could have had you listened to me, <laughs> now I'm resentful as fuck. As, as all fuck. I'm so resentful. Not only are you still upset because now whatever has gone wrong with you, but you didn't listen. You double down on the dumb shit, right? Because you didn't listen to me. Not that, not that I have all the answers, but I'm gonna give Who's calling? you. Who's calling? Who's calling? Take a guess, Fred. Backstabber. Oh, shut your fucking mouth. Hello. Constantly in the past. Mm -hmm. Like what we were talking about, and you in the middle of talking. I'm sorry. I'm was I, I don't even remember this. Okay, but as we're talking, yeah, constantly in the past, and I was—I believe I was trained to do it. My mom and I had a really difficult conversation last year, but mm -hmm. like constantly taking on everybody else's responsibility oh, of their yeah. feelings, of their mm -hmm. so much so. I didn't live my life. Female I consideration. I was 30 when I was 12. Yeah. You know, I was mm -hmm. responsible and mature. Mm -hmm. People didn't know I was as young as I was. Mm -hmm. Because I decided, no, put that little girl in the closet. You can't be a little girl, girl same, anymore. Girl, same. And so then in my teen years... Being well, gifted I, has a lot to do with that, Yes, too. it does. There's a lot mm -hmm. to do with that. Yeah, you know better. Yes. You know better. That's the problem. You know better. Which yeah. is smart ass. Mm -hmm. Don't, don't mm -hmm. do things that you don't know. Mm -hmm. That you know that you know better than to do. Well, and your own inner voice is doing it to you. Mm -hmm. Forget parents even. Exactly. My own intellect's like, Alicia, mm -hmm. really? Exactly. We know exactly what this is, why you're doing it. You mm -hmm. can sit here and shrink yourself. Mm -hmm. But exactly. then in my teen years, oh, I externalized, honey. When I say sexually, I externalized stuff mm -hmm. big time. But it still was thought out, mm -hmm. and I knew what I was doing. It was mm -hmm. not, this is why I don't believe people when they're like, I was in just a dark place, and I didn't know what I was doing. You know, sure you knew what, what you were doing. doing. You just chose to do it. You were corrupted that that's what you were doing, and you did it. Own it. In your dark place, or whatever yeah. you want to call it. Own it. Yeah. But where I'm at now, I've stopped. How do I, how do I put it? I guess I've put that gifted person mm -hmm. in a place mm -hmm. where it's like, look, you have a place to protect me, mm -hmm. to be wise on things. Mm -hmm. But not so much that I don't live a life and I'm doing everything to always overthink everything. You know, like I can't be that way. Which is exactly so, what we were talking about earlier. Girl. And so what I told him mm -hmm. that night that we were hanging out, mm -hmm. I said it to him. I said, I've stopped not saying things. I've stopped. Mm -hmm. I say it off the top of my head if I want to, if I feel yeah. like it. I know it's impulsive. 
Mm -hmm. That's the difference from before I got married. I know what I'm doing in the moment. I know where it's mm -hmm. coming from. But I'm not going to say it to people that don't know me well enough yeah. to be like, at least you just said that, okay. Right. So he at least knows, which yeah. is weird too. I opened up enough and he opened up enough on like where we are in our lives, what's going on, yeah. what we're fighting, um, what we want to do, what we don't want to do. Yeah. And so I could say stupid shit. Because it's like, I want to say this right now. Mm -hmm. And you know from what I told you. I can't keep biting my tongue and sucking things in because yeah. that's why I'm in the freaking position of frustration I'm in now yeah. is that I won't just do things because mm -hmm. there's a way to do those things and yeah. channel them where it's still responsible, yeah. it's still wise, yeah. and it's a safe place. But I'm bringing that all back, sorry, to kind of say that's what that got me into. It got me into trouble because what would happen is, mm -hmm. well, let me care for everybody else and save them from their own demise and do all this stuff. Mm -hmm. Oh, I just did all that? Let me go the opposite extreme and do something very, very reckless. Yeah. To That's just funny. outlet and get it out. Exactly. And then end up in a freaking toxic marriage. Or end up, mm -hmm. you know, like, yeah. so I've got to find a balance. I've got to find some kind of medium where it's like, what you're still human. Right. What you still have this inner child that's healing. Right. You know, like, but there's so many dichotomies inside of me. Absolutely. So many. Even more than some of my friends I talk to. I'm like, mm -hmm. you don't struggle with this kind of thing? No. There's so many dichotomies for me. And I was raised by a black single woman. Like, exactly. she taught me a lot of it because she was in survival mode. Exactly. So Absolutely. I've been taught to be in survival mode my whole life. Absolutely. Until the last year and a half where now everybody sees that I'm not in survival mode, I'm thriving, and they're pissed. Right. Because they're used to me needing help all the time. Yeah. Safety. Safety and the need for safety probably was ingrained in you. So not only is that looking for your own safety. That's huge. But like, wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And it's so simple. It but is. But it's so complex. But like once you look at it, you're like, God damn, that's why I do this thing. That's why I do these things. Yes. Because I'm yes. looking for safety. I'm trying to find a safety. I'm trying to create a safety. That's I'm trying to be a safety. That's unbelievable. I'm just saying. Well, and not realizing it's in me. Mm -hmm. I'm safe all the time. I'm always safe. Where, I had to talk to myself last week to really be like, bitch, where have you never been not okay? Where have you ever not been okay? I mean, you're always okay. Everything's so okay. So true. Even in the worst. I am that meme. I am that meme with the dog with the house on fire. Always. <laughs> For that reason. Every, it's every, everything is fine. Really. Well, and you know what I have to say. Because I'm going to handle it. Uh-huh. Because it's all I know. Mm -hmm. All I know is handling it. I, I had one of those moments breathe last night. Breathe later. Yeah. Let me handle this today. I'll breathe later. I had one of those moments last night. I yeah. got home. You've been here before. Yes. You're driving home and you're dreading going home. Yeah. Because you're going home to an empty house. Mm -hmm. You can already feel all the feelings that are going to come up that you've been suppressing to get through the days. Mm-hmm. And I'm driving home and I get home. And it was it was another checkpoint of proof that I've really healed and grown from mm -hmm. all the crap. Mm -hmm. And you know, whew, the last year and a half since the divorce started, like there's a lot of stuff I had to go from. A lot of trauma, a lot of mental You're shit. Probably that wasn't still my healing from it. Oh for sure. Like it's a process. For sure. Yeah. But it was another sign of like, wow, yeah. you just reacted very differently. Because mm -hmm. um, last year that would have been a panic attack. I had like four of those in those moments. But this was the complete opposite. I got home, feeling it. Uh -huh. I'm like, oh, okay. 
Girl, you just thought I was. <laughs> you just thought I was the woman in the war room movie or our grandmama on the pew in the Southern Baptist joint. When I say it was that kind of gratitude coming out of me, and I'm like yeah. bawling, and I'm just yeah. like, wow. So grateful that I have this, I have this, I have that, right. I have that. Thank you for this, oh, you protected me. Thank you, ancestors. Feeling. You've been here the whole time. Thank you, spirit guys. I'm speaking in every part of religion okay. and traditional. I family. love it. And I'm I was here like, for it. Yes. I'm like screaming in my house, just like, because I remember, I think mm -hmm. what came up in my mind, subconsciously maybe, mm -hmm. I was in China in October. Yeah. And left before this all started. And just that thought, I Look think, made me go, here we go, gratitude, and I just went for like, girl, 40 minutes maybe, I was walking around the house, my dog's walking, walking around the house just like, and thank you for this, and thank you for that, and thank you for that, and wow, even when I was at my worst case, and I could have been down a flight of stairs because of a situation in my marriage, you protected me from that, and why am I freaking out when you keep protecting me, so thank you, and it was just one of those moments, like you said, that you had to talk to yourself last week. Where mm -hmm. I was just like, dude, yeah. I've always been safe, mm -hmm. even when I shouldn't have been. I was right. safe. Ooh, I've always that. been protected. That again. Shit. Even when I put myself in the doggone Straight life up fire. in harm's way. Coming out unscathed. Bulletproof, baby. Unbelievable. Like how? It's amazing. Yeah. And so I'm like, no, I'm not going to freak out. No, I refuse about this virus. I refuse to freak out right. about um, trying to figure out this thing, whatever this thing is each week. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Recently it's been, like I said, all that sacral energy. Mm -hmm. Welling up. Girl, stewing. I even spent like two weeks <laughs> where I like put out all this creative content, wrote a whole bunch of new songs. And I'm like, yeah. I still ain't getting it. I need yeah. to get this out with a person yeah. right now. I see. I'm a firm believer that 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 sex is therapeutic. I think there are three things that I need in life to survive. I really feel there's a little Wayne song dedicated to this. <laughs> Pussy money weed. That's what it is. That those are the things. Those are the things that I need. They all serve their purpose, right? But um, money for necessity. Yep. I feel like sex, pussy, whatever, interchangeable. The, the necessity for release for pleasure only, right? That's it, right there. And weed for stress reduction. <laughs> but there's a place where sex and we converge okay. to maybe fulfill one another's purpose in amounts in different spaces or different times, right? Okay. Money though being the constant necessity. Right. I'm not happier when I have more of it. I'm more secure when I have more of it. Thus I'm happier based off that security. Got it. You know? But those three things. I need those three things. I need to focus on my need for those three things when I'm looking for someone to deal with because I need to know yeah. how they feed yes. those needs, yeah. right? Yeah. Because I can't be coming in to save you and do things with you all the time. Who is making sure that my things are being That's right. Who's keeping this who's keeping That's watch be too. who is keeping watch over these pots, girl? If I'm focused yeah. over here I got shit burning up on the stove. Yeah. And I can't have that. <laughs> I can't have that. 
I need a pot washer. I need a pot washer as a person. <laughs> Come over here. Do these things with me. And I need my freedom at the same time. And you know, I was watching. You, you and I need to sit down and watch some of these again. Gwyneth Paltrow yeah. on Netflix. Uh -huh. Called the Goob Lab. Goob is one of her products for women. I don't know what it is. But okay. the Goob Lab, mm -hmm. she and her team mm -hmm. are doing different types of healing techniques, different types of, right? So they'll try different things with different experts like okay. cold therapy, Reiki. Um, okay. There was one last night I watched, Honey, on pleasure, women's pleasure. Mm -hmm. And it's a woman who since like the 70s or 60s okay. has been teaching workshops on orgasm, mm -hmm. on women knowing their body, on all these things. Honey... Let me it's finish because we got to talk about Girl. this. We got to watch it. But I'm watching and I'm realizing, like many women, mm -hmm. I've never put my pleasure in the experience on a level that's like, I feel like as women, or maybe I should speak for myself, mm -hmm. in my life, I have very much in the past, something I've been working on, mm -hmm. compartmentalize a lot of who I am, yes. right? Okay. So there's the emotional relationship. Some people know her. Others have never seen her before. Mm -hmm. There's the spiritual relationship. Mm -hmm. There's the mental, intellectual, gifted relationship. Mm -hmm. And then there's like the irreverent relationship, mm -hmm. right? There's all these little fragments. And because I went to schools like yoga, mm -hmm. I learned how to fit in millions of different... I'm adaptable chameleon in my life, right? Mm -hmm. So until last year, I didn't know how to be all of me, a whole complete self places. Because I was so damn busy changing my color as a chameleon everywhere I went. Same thing in my sex life. I realized I would pick, am I going to get emotional pleasure right now? Or physical pleasure right now? Or spiritual pleasure right now? Oh, this person I just loved with, give me the one. Or that person. And so I, the physical, I've never paid attention to. As in like studied. Yeah. I've, I have not masturbated in my life. What? And that's something I even checked myself on. I was like, why? What is it for me? Why is it something? I have no desire to. Really? But I also don't know my body, which is crazy. That because is, I'm also so in tune with myself. That's amazing that you came to that discovery. Yeah. Because I was like, do I know my own physical pleasure? I don't know. Because I've been relying so much on uh -huh. the emotional pleasure to get me there. Yeah. Or the spiritual connection energy. You know, like, what well, we just got uh -huh. to get me there. But I've never paid attention to, like, no, I don't like that. Oh, I like that. I don't yeah. like Because I haven't explored physically. So what you started to say is that women as a whole probably aren't mm -hmm. doing this. I think that it's safe to say that. Mm -hmm. I think because societal, like, we have all of these... Um, like posts yeah. that mark achievements in. Thank you. Oh, you this right? Yeah, I did. Okay, I gotta give it to you. Okay, thank you. Another big one. <laughs> we have all of these um, flag posts. That mark the sexual maturity of men, right? It's it's tossed around in pop culture. How like it's joked about. I remember watching some movie in French class, <laughs> and there were two sets of dates going on. Okay. And the boys pre-date had discussed a way that they were going to trick the girls into giving it up. 
it being fondling, whatever, whatever access they could get, they were going to try to get said access. One boy, this was the strategy that he had either learned or whatever they agreed upon was like the best method. Mm -hmm. Cut a hole in the bottom of the popcorn tub and stuck his dick in it. And so the girl in eating popcorn is eventually gonna encounter his dick and then thus be forced to make a decision, I guess, or willingly jack him off into the popcorn tub or something. Thank you. Or, I don't know, but I say that to say this, I always found the logistics of that to be really troubling. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't know who that would benefit. I don't, it's weird if it's benefiting him, which as was the intent, because I don't know how. Thank you. Yeah, I don't know how it would be benefiting him. Thank you. It's going to be a salty, crummy mess in there. <laughs> I don't know, like, is the butter doing something for you? Like, what is happening? So many questions to my young... I know this was a movie we were watching in middle school French, too, mind you. So, so many questions in my, in my middle school brain. But beyond that, where was the consent? There was no consent. Yep. The consent is now surprise. <laughs> popcorn. Thank you. What if she was really enjoying that popcorn? Like what? What? Of all of the things that you could think to do. But like I'm that was just I was devastated when I saw it twenty years and you ago. Saw it. I'm just thinking <laughs> When I saw it twenty years ago and the way that it was presented in this movie was so Slapstick, it was like dun, 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 dun. like it was just gonna be a good old time and you were home when this happened. Shit. I was mom. at school, I was at school watching I know, this. Mom, this is some shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. So, so, um, we have things like that, right? That's Natalie Portman's like stunt double or something. It probably is definitely stunt double. I feel like I need to take a picture of her. You should, <laughs> from um, oh, but. Oh, it's a jungle in here. It's popularized that boys are supposed to express themselves sexually. They're supposed to want to be touched. They're supposed to like secret away and jack off in corners, or they're supposed to get caught. They're supposed to get caught masturbating. They're supposed to force adolescent girls into uncomfortable situations where some family member could encounter them trying to take sex take of course take sex from her all of this shit all of these things have been presented to us like normal 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 there's no point i've never encountered a point at which somebody was like yes young woman it's appropriate that you masturbate now mind you i did early i feel like probably like 11 12. But I do feel like it probably gave me such a secure handle on what works for me that I felt no pressure to be See. like de-virginized extra early. I was almost offended at those guys. I, not almost, definitely fucking offended by 
many guys who were like, oh, I want to take your virginity. I want to take your virginity. First off, it's not something that I'm giving to you, right? It doesn't belong to you. Once you have it, you can't do anything with it. <laughs> it's mine, actually. Right. But the fact that it is now become a thing that is more important to you than it is to me within the confines of this relationship mm. is troubling to me. Wow. So I probably don't even want to fuck with you anymore. Thank you. Because I... I can get this feeling. I don't even need to do that with you because I understand where this feeling comes from. Interesting. You know? But it also then makes sexual experiences that are not gratifying that much more problematic when I like the person. Because then it's a standard. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, and it's interesting. And there's that, a standard like, that I set. And who yeah. knows my body better than me? Yeah. You know? So it's like, you'll never know it that well. You could try though. Let's have fun trying. <laughs> well, and you need I'll to give watch you some this signals episode, when dude. you get to the when you get in the right areas. I'll let you know. You're See, close. Everything you're talking about is in that episode. <laughs> so she literally on camera. Mm -hmm. This lady, yeah, has women come to whatever you know. They they tape one of the workshops or something, right? Mm -hmm. They answer the door naked. Mm -hmm. All women come in, strip down. Mm -hmm. It's a room full of women that sit and talk and see each other's bodies and uplift each other and this and that. Mm -hmm. She also tapes a private session with somebody mm -hmm. where she shows her her own vulva, clitoris, vagina, all of that with a mirror and a light. Really? And it's like, you've never seen yourself? And I thought about it. I'm like, do you know how many of us have never seen? I mean, it's hard. You can't see it. But like, yeah. have never done that kind of mirror, exploration though. or right. research on our bodies. Right. And so she talks about even some people don't know that they're normal because all they all look different, completely different, different shapes, different sagginess, different yeah. stuff, whatever. All of that. Then she goes into the end of the episode, honey. Mm -hmm. She coaches a woman through a masturbation, through an orgasm. All on camera, all there. Right? You don't see everything. But right, like, right. And I was just like, why aren't women taught to orgasm? Why aren't they taught pleasure? And I mean, in other countries, it's worse than here, right? Exactly. Because it's taken away. But like, I'm just thinking about how this then applies in a personal level. So they're being a rant, right? So now I'm at a place where I'm like, part of this is even me thinking... There's a desire to learn myself yeah. in a safe space. Yeah. Which I should have been done a very long time ago. And a very long time ago, it would have been considered education. Mm -hmm. Now, it's looked at weird because I'm a grown woman. Mm -hmm. But this is where it should really be the most liberated because now it's like, oh, cool. I can learn what I should have learned a long time ago yeah. and I wouldn't have been in the situations I was in mm -hmm. from 14 to 25, 26, 26. You know, like... Right. I wouldn't have done some stupid things because I would have already had that connection with my own body. Right. I would have been self-aware. Yeah. And there would have been a certain kind of independence and power in yeah. my sexuality is my sexuality. Yeah. Right? I mean, but there's still area, there's still ways that you can fuck it up. You know oh, what yeah. I'm saying? I still I'm made all types of I realized that foundation was never mistakes. set for me. Yeah. I never thought about it. Yeah. Uh, Which it's is not wild. Set for, it's not set for a lot of women. Because no one gives us license to do it. Like, yeah. permission, again. Yeah. With permission. Nobody's like, it's okay. Or normal. Mm -hmm. Like, even the looking at your anatomy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We don't have clothes centuries ago. to glorify their dicks. I know it. They are taught to absolutely glorify their dicks. We're not even taught. It's so true. 
to distinguish our labia from one another. I like, mean, we're still being, <laughs> we're still having to speak up on how breasts are for feeding and normal. Like, exactly. this is something that shouldn't happen. Exactly. And that was another thing. I remember in my um, marriage, after my son was born, and even before, when I was pregnant, I was just like, don't touch my breast. Just leave me alone. Yeah, I like, feel you. The child's been on my breast all freaking day. Don't touch it. Leave me alone. It's for this right now. Exactly. And no, I don't want to mix it right now to be for pleasure and for feeding my child because it's just too much to think about. Yeah, too much it was energy difficult right for now. me. It was yeah. difficult for me. That was the one time ever in life where I was like, not. Not only have we changed so much mm -hmm. from being pregnant, but it was the only time where I was feeling that new purpose for my boobs and I wasn't enjoying it yeah because in life I was like oh no these are for fun these are absolutely for fun <laughs> all the time they're for display they're for fun they're for like everything jovial and full of bullshit and not for any business or natural purpose or whatsoever and then all of a sudden no that was not the case which I knew because yeah, yeah, you yeah. know carried a whole baby yeah so I was prepping myself yeah. in many many ways for sure. but once that lands on you and it becomes your existence, like all the practice in the world is irrelevant. And then you're feeling the, thi the things, you know, you're emoting, you're experiencing yep. actually. And you're like, God, this is not even what I thought it was going to be. And I did a lot of thinking about this. Yeah. I'm fucked. <laughs> but like, you know what? A lot of life post, I'll call it divorce awakening. Yep. Stopping, taking bullshit has become like, God, I have really missed out on a lot of opportunities. I thought I was perfectly aligning myself for the best outcome with. And I have cut myself off from so much experience that I could have had. Likewise, yeah. And that's fucked, but now I got I got to make up for it. <laughs> and thank God it's in our 30s. Mm -hmm. We're, We're not 65. Because there are people that don't even, mm -hmm. they don't notice. And then they're like, oh my God, I, I lost 30 years. Or, oh my gosh, exactly. I, I'll be damned. I will, I'll be damned. And my son will not grow up watching mommy be unhappy, miserable, no. misused, no. any of that. No. None of that. No. None of that. He needs to be able to see. Absolutely not. And, and I'm not going to keep some kind of societal norm or comfort level for other people at the expense of him having a healthy upbringing and his yeah. mother not being a complete misery like yes. it's just not worth it no forget the religious not. things we could talk about with it like just in a life survival it's not worth it no oh. it's not worth it what am i keeping that up for and even now appearances I know. It's it. It's it. And even now I have to keep questioning. So much. I'm questioning all of my truths now, which is a beautiful mm -hmm. experience. Mm -hmm. It's like, is this my truth or was this given to me? Right. Was this projected or do I really believe this? Yeah. Um, and I'm starting to look at that at, at relationships. I'm just like, yeah. I was trained, not intentionally. Yeah. People in my child were amazing, right? Mm -hmm. But I was trained, taught codependence. Mm -hmm. And now I have independence and autonomy in my own life. And I'm like, this is different. Right. Why was this shunned about? And shunned upon, frowned upon. What was wrong with this? Because now I'm noticing, as you see, I have not slept with someone. Mm -hmm. Not because I'm like, oh, this is just so wrong. But because I have the self-control now and the self-esteem and the discipline to say, I don't need it. Right. I want to do something. 
but I'm not desperate to run and do it. And if I do, like you saw me playing around, it's like, because I often want to in the moment. Yeah. Right? And I can be smart about it, but like, not just, not just the sex stuff. It's everything. It's yeah. friendships now. Yeah. I'm not desperate, like, oh my God, we have to keep it and make this. I'm so sorry. Now I'm like, yeah. I'm going to step back. Wish oh, you the best. Girl. Love you. No ill feelings. Because codependence will F you up yeah, in your concept of self. Yeah, it will. Absolutely. Because it's in the absence of it, you're invalidated. Yes. You're so just like, what? Which Floating? Where am Such I? Such a lie. What do I do? And you, you still have purpose. Mm -hmm. You still have so much. There's so much happening. When I sometimes take a step back, and think about the role that I've played in the codependent relationships that exist in my life, I like to remind myself, I can't remind myself of something that didn't happen. I like to think about, <laughs> I like to think about mm -hmm. um, what the outcome could have been if I had played it differently. Is that what you think? Yes, everything's wonderful, thank you. If I wasn't the heavy, the rock, Ooh. What would happen? Would that person be losing sleep over the ways in which they failed me? Would they be rushing up to make everything right the way that I am tirelessly beating myself up over? You know, the, the wrongs that I could not solve, the things that I could, the, the enough that I could not be. Yep. For whatever scenario it was. And yeah, a lot of that is to manage my own discomfort in the situation, right? Right, right. right. But um, I think it still bears thinking about when I'm trying to heal myself from whatever this thing is that makes me focus less on me and more on managing you for my purpose. And not in the purely selfish way, but it's so that you will understand that I have martyred myself for your good wow. and so you'll see my intention and love me for it and I think I think the beautiful <laughs> siren mm -hmm. that goes off mm -hmm. that or I should put it this way coming from where I was the day I told my ex-husband not to come home to now yeah. the siren that went off in moments of me feeling horrible mm -hmm. was Alicia he doesn't even remember doing that to you that memory that you just feel all that trauma girl, he doesn't even word. remember he doesn't even a remember word. and so you Ooh, are validated Jesus. I am validated right because of me exactly in, in every moment that I had one of those panic attacks every moment that I had the old demons of memories of stuff coming back to my mind the, the, all, all of those things it was like a siren going off that was like uh uh hello come here you validate yourself <laughs> you love yourself it's all you. you we're doing this you are out and you are safe and you survived and now you're thriving and, and it was just like Exactly. It showed me how codependent the relationship was, mm -hmm. and it showed me how the codependency was fed and enabled by the person who benefited from it. Exactly. And I was just like, "Doesn't it? Can I just say, isn't it a real kick in the fucking head when you think about the ways in which you have allowed dumb motherfuckers to trick you into something? Like you tricked yourself into it mm. at the benefit of somebody so." 
for lack of a better explanation, not as smart as you. That fucks with me. That I have definitely done that. And it's something I try so hard to avoid. Sometimes I think I even get mind fucked in that. So I have to push back and not think and just feel sometimes. But peeling by the layers doesn't hurt either, right? Mm -hmm. Again, it comes with my dichotomy of like, okay, I feel, I'm going to allow myself to think, but I have to think with mercy and grace and compassion for myself to figure out why, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of my whys, when I go back to that thought, is Mm -hmm. like, it's the feminine, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. It's I put my nurturing and loving and taking care of somebody out there. Mm -hmm. And they saw it. Yeah. And they used it. Uh-huh. And yes, I take full responsibility mm-hmm. for allowing it to continue so deep that I got so lost and didn't couldn't find myself anymore or find noise. Right. <laughs> right. Find anything. I don't know where up is. What I reality am I in right now? Uh-huh. Right. But also saying whether or not they ever take it, they have a huge responsibility in the part they played and in the fact that they did take advantage. And the same person now jumping into another relationship, jumping into stuff and, and yeah. commitments and acting like none of this ever happened. Yeah. I can't let that affect my healing process or me loving myself. It's so hard, but it's so real. Mm-hmm. It, it's what we're kind of talking about with this virus right now mm-hmm. and understanding the boundaries, right? Right. Here's my space, my respect, my love, my body, my yeah. truth, my belief system, all this stuff. There's yours. Right. You don't come over here and I'll come over there unless we're invited. Right. Like that's, right. and that is so, black women have not been taught to do that in a calm, loving way from the get-go. No. And so they turn into, oh, you're all up in my yard now, mm-hmm. man or whoever, mm-hmm. or company or job, mm-hmm. or right? Mm-hmm. You're all up in my land now, all my property, pissing on my porch and now I gotta scream at you to get you off because I wasn't able to say no Mm -hmm. in the identity and confidence when you were Mm -hmm. at the doggone sidewalk you know and the other thing that I'm recognizing that's happening me and this rap artist wrote this really cool piece Mm -hmm. last year for one of my gatherings and it was called The Conversation That Never Happened Mm -hmm. between the black man and the black woman the conversation that never since slavery through civil rights to all this the conversation that never happened between us Mm -hmm. and it's deep I have to listen to this oh my gosh it's so real Mm -hmm. because it says things like you don't know what it was like to watch our, my women being raped and da, 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 and the woman's like, I don't know, I was the one being, da, 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 right? But you don't know what it's like to watch my men be emasculated, whipped, beaten, and have all of their identities stripped. So it's deep, it gets really yeah. deep, and it goes all the way up to like now and issues. Mm-hmm. And it's, of course, it's rhyming and it's sweet and it's back and forth. Mm-hmm. But I noticed when we were writing it, I was like, this is so powerful. Because I don't think black men and black women know why they are so pissed at each other. No. It's so much deeper than us. Mm-hmm. It's been passed down. There are norms that have been passed down. Neither one of them know how to not be on the defense between each other. Right. Because they're constantly on the defense for everything Outside. else. Right. Right? And, I mean, of course, other cultures have the same type of issues. But, essentially, I feel like... There's the male-female 
struggle yes, and then there's everything. the black male yeah. female struggle too yeah. that gets layered on top of it. it's like a cloak yeah. that we're wearing yeah. while just purely being male female struggling to understand yeah. it and to unify yeah it's a fine terrifying. Your, it is. It's terrifying for art. It's so terrifying. <laughs> it really is. It takes trust again. Mm -hmm. And it's what's sad is it's also muddled. It's like it's like what we were talking about earlier. When we said, I don't want to have to be this person when I get home that I yeah, am outside yeah, 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 when I'm yeah. doing business. Same exactly. thing. Like yeah. black should not have to within their own community or their own home, their own romantic relationship, their own family unit, mm -hmm. right? Kids, parents, everybody. Be what they're being when they're trying to defend themselves. Right. You shouldn't have to do that in your bed with your freaking partner. No. But you do. Yes. And most of the time, you don't have to, but you do. But you choose to. You choose, you choose to. to. You choose to. I used to beat myself up over struggling to figure out if I had set up unrealistic expectations for my ex-husband of me. In, That's maturity. In like, you know, being more forgiving than I actually was. Being more complacent Girl. than I actually was. Girl. You know, like sucking it up, Girl. trying not to be petty, not to uh. be this, not to be, you know, All the not time. to be a nag. I don't want to be time. this bitch. I don't want to be this bitch. Because I'm trying to avoid a conflict that right. I imagine will eventually come. Right. If I am the things that are popularly celebrated as not facets that people want in a wife. You know what I'm saying? They don't want to nag. They don't Or want... God forbid, myself. If I am myself. Right. <laughs> Completely. Exactly. exactly. So, I'm like, I am kind of nagging. Maybe I should scale that back. But I wouldn't be nagging to somebody who didn't need that. I need to recognize that. One begets the other. I'm just not out here looking for flaws. I'm not out here looking for holes to stick my finger into, to rip things open. I do that at work. Right. Because I'm a problem solver. Right. I don't do that in my relationship because I'm habitually a nice guy. A fucking beg your pardon ass nice guy in my relationships. And it's exhausting. So, yes, it is. It's exhausting. And I never want to be like that ever again. I, like you, only recently started that knee jerk, like verbal vomit. Just letting it go. Just absolutely <laughs> letting it go. And the right people yes. take it and go, I love you. Exactly. And I know what you've been through. And I know some of that, some of that is all you. Some of that's also you coming out fresh and you're free and you're released. Yeah. Yeah. Girl. And it is solved. It is stopped. Yes. Yes. Some conflict. Conflict that would have my stomach in knots and my yep. anxiety through the roof. Yeah. Thinking in retrospect, if I had just said what the fuck I wanted to say. Honey. They probably would have gotten the message instead of me. <laughs> Excuse me. I mean, do you think you can talk about? Because I really feel invalidated by. Shut, shut the. There's been so many times where I was to myself, be like, you should really shut the fuck up. Like, if I were me talking to me, I would be saying that you are being a whiny ass bitch right now. I don't even know who you are. I don't even know you. A month ago, I don't know if I told you about it, but a month ago, you might have read. I went to the ER in an ambulance because I had a sharp pain in my abdomen. No, right? I didn't read that. With my two-year-old, wow. got to the hospital, 
after all these tests, whatever, fibroids. Oh. Okay, and I was like, oh yeah, this makes My first reaction was, this makes sense from the hell of a birth and trauma I had in that. Mm -hmm. Secondly, spirit, or mm -hmm. they, I like to call it, whatever mm -hmm. you call it, God, source, universe, spirit, guys, yeah. all of them, all them. Yeah. <laughs> the other response was like, yep, they've been telling me this. Mm -hmm. And it's, I promise I'm getting back to what we're talking no, 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 about. You're but fine, you're fine. I believe that women, black women also, women of a certain personality or style or whatever, mm -hmm. have certain issues mm -hmm. like endometriosis, fibroids, whatever, PCOS, all the things that are going on in the womb. Mm -hmm. Because we keep holding all of our fucking feelings in all the time and we don't let ourselves let them out. And our bodies are like, you just going to keep sucking everything up? I think it's also the same with, what is it, heart disease for blacks. There's just so many yeah. things that the body manifests. Yeah. And I've noticed as I've started being myself, as I've stopped forcing myself to eat certain things I don't want in certain moments, which changes, you know, every few months, it's right, like, right. no, I don't want to eat these things. Yeah. Um, and as I've started speaking my truth with no fear, yeah. things have gone away. That's so <laughs> Symptoms wild. have gone away. That's Beliefs amazing. about myself have gone away. Mm -hmm. Freak outs have gone away. I'm much more balanced in my mood. Mm -hmm. And I think it's, again, it goes back to like, We've been trained mm -hmm. to take care of everybody. Yeah. You know, we've also been trained to be the Harriet Tubmans. Right. And, you know, pave the way for freedom for all these things and fight for all these causes. And, yeah. and then we go home and we don't know how to turn it off. Yeah. Nope. And we don't know we how to... We get asked to turn it off. We can ask. No, we, we also oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. get, get asked, asked to turn Absolutely. it off. Absolutely. Absolutely. With no because compassion either, though. None. Like, have you no. watched what I did all week? Have you watched? Like, and that's what yeah. happened. So, oh, that's what I was getting to. So, in my marriage, and in many relationships before, I was forced to stay in what you're saying is problem solver for you at work. Mm -hmm. I was forced when I got home. Mm -hmm. It was, you're being emotional, and I don't want to see the person that's really needs some love and needs some and and that. I want you to be this all the time. Mm -hmm. And so, I got forced in that in relationships. In my marriage, it was opposite. Mm -hmm. I was forced into... Don't come in here and act like you have any kind of control or power or this and that, whatever. Oh my God. Because it threatens me and my insecurities. Damn. Because it brings out all the things that I can't do on myself. And I'll never admit that to you. Because I'm not willing to do the work and face it. It's too much to face. And so then I had to get into, why am I always stuck in my feelings? I was drowning in my feelings in that relationship. Because I was being pushed into them all the time. Because anytime I showed my strength, my freedom, my power, my truth, mm -hmm. and my, I can freaking make all this stuff go away right now. Mm -hmm. It was like I was trying to be the man, right? Or I was overpowering. I hate that phrase Which so is so stupid. Much. We all have masculine and feminine. Thank you. And I damn well could have helped us not be in that mess right. if you'd allowed that to come out in me, you know? Right. But then we get into the allow thing. Thank you. You didn't have any damn power. You all did. I had to do was go. It was perceived. No. Exactly. It was perceived. It was granted. It well, was a power that was granted. And it had been perceived that way my whole life. Right. So then you get it again, right? Exactly. I had to those conditioning, That conditioning does start uh, in the nuclear home. Absolutely. That conditioning absolutely begins. We are taught as little girls to do, yep. to be curtsying and bowing and kowtowing all the fucking time. <laughs> Check yourself. Don't talk to me like that. Watch, who, who you think you're talking to? Uh-huh. Yep. Exactly. Yep. yep. For, you know, here they're everywhere. A school, a church, 
you know, whatever environments we're in. I mean, even in our beautiful, safe, utopian school that we grew up in. Yep. Uh, little black girl sassiness was regarded oh yeah in in a very particular yeah. kind of way because it was so few and far between yes. it could absolutely be spotlighted yep. like oh look at you doing that thing that not only we are shunning but throws us off a little bit because yep. we don't see it often yep. we think this is this and we don't like it this has no place here you can do that wherever you came from yeah but it has no place here because we we don't do that here so it's like oh excuse the fuck out of me <laughs> but like you don't do that right 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 but saying in <laughs> life i found in my young life i was having a lot of excuse the fuck out of me moments so like yep oh, 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 where yep. where do i go to do yep. all of the things and that our generation do. too though it's our generation yeah. too. Yeah. Asking questions, challenging things, yeah. reevaluating everything. And it's I, definitely who we were raised by. The things that they endured, the, yeah. the yep. you know, the regimes that they were made to follow because these are the systems that are in place yep. for great old America and this is oh. the way that things work. Ouch. This is the way that things work. So Funny. how dare you challenge it? Look at all look at where I got by following the rules. My life is great. You benefit from my great life because I follow the rules. And here you go wanting to break rules. Wow. Look, wow. what do you think this is? You're going to expose me. <laughs> exactly. That's the other part, right? You're going to oh, expose God. me. Yes. You're saying things I want to say, but we can't expose ourselves. Exactly. But it's like, it's so toxic to think about just all these kids that were raised to shut up. Yeah. And all the issues in the world yeah. that require opening your mouth. Exactly. Like, that's the toxic part that's, exactly. that's scary sometimes. Because you're like, wait a minute. Listen. This part is, of the craziness is because we're shutting up. Exactly. Even the people that are doing the craziness. Right. Some of them need to let it out and talk and say some things. But right. they don't feel, they don't have a voice. Yeah. So they externalize through terrorism. <laughs> through, right? Hate crimes. Yeah. Through doing just crazy, stupid stuff. This is exactly is what gives me struggle in the Me Too movement and those that like abut their own instances of voicelessness and they wow. they mash it right up against oppression. I'm face all the time right now. I'm like, it's sorry. It's who I am. Good thing we washed our hands. Ooh, but that's a they, whole other topic. Too. But when they, when they butt those up against suppression. Oppression and suppression. Voicelessness <laughs> coupled with oppression and suppression. One being a choice. Yeah. Uh, Jesus. I did a lot of damage over here, but I'm, I'm you did good. But, um, I'm listening. Go ahead. I struggle with that specifically some of those people some of those scenarios some of those situations are separate things in separate buckets they are being yes. lumped together yes and, and to me forward you know what you are like, right in the this vein. is hey this is an agenda you need to be on this you need to say me too too you need yeah. to but my yeah. experience is different my experience is way different than this can we say okay is it okay if we talk a little bit about hmm. you're a black woman you should be just screaming black woman and black woman rock and black activism and black 
I'm a, I'm so much more than just black and woman though, sweetheart. Right. I don't have a sign on my forehead. No. You know, no. I even have problems wearing these sometimes. Do you? Why? Because again, it's like, yes, honey, yes, sis. And I'm like, don't you put me in your me. freaking club. I'm not yeah. in a club. Like, stop. Like, I'm not your sis. Today I might have these on, and tomorrow I might have something that you can't freaking stand on my ears. Because exactly. my identity is, mm -hmm. it has an intersection of so many different different identities. Absolutely. I think that's another issue right now. Like, oh, I was thinking a minute ago, and I was like, oh, that's another topic. Hmm. This virus is going around, right? Yeah. We're supposed to be washing hands, being careful, not touching people, having social distance, staying in their homes, isolated, all these things. Think about how, oh, this is giving me chills. Think about how everything about what we're supposed to do right now with the virus goes against all of who millennials are. Yeah, absolutely. It's essentially another cage, but in a different form right now, yeah. right? No, it's not a government, I'm not trying to get into conspiracy theory, I'm thinking right, right, deeper right. than this, right? Yeah, yeah. What is the universe essentially doing? It's kind of like, you said we have viruses in the, in the past, in the past 70 years, different ones, where they challenged love, the ability to love others, the ability to connect, yes. right? Yes. When HIV and AIDS went crazy, people didn't want anybody that looked like they could have had it in a community meeting, in a church thing, at an event, at anything. Fuck that, let's take it a step further. Yeah. Let's say that people began to identify who they thought would have it. Stop, honey. Based on their community, based on their social like habits. Exactly. Exactly. So now we get into cast typing. Exactly. And it's amazing because as we were sitting there talking, I was laughing. I'm like, Alicia touches her face. So do I stop being Alicia right now out of fear? Because I'm yeah. going to get something. Yeah. Or, do you take, people. or do you take the proper Alicia. precaution? Just and can you mix them though, right? You have to. Because there are people right now that are, I'm not going out, nobody comes to my house, I'm not doing this, I'm not doing... And it's like, okay, so hold on. <laughs> I understand where you're trying to come from. But is it in love or fear? That's where I'm essentially at right now in myself. Like, okay. So I can find ways to love people, because I'm a toucher. Mm -hmm. I'm a hugger, slap your leg, mm -hmm. kiss you on the cheek, whether you're male, female, binary, mm -hmm. whatever, mm -hmm. okay? So it becomes like, how do I still love you and be myself right now? Because remember, much like the feelings that cause fibroids, much like the this and that that cause, you know? Are you gonna suck it all in and now you've got issues that are worse than a virus because you've, you've kept all this stuff in, right? Or all these thoughts in or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, I have friends on Facebook that are cracking me up right now because they're a lot like, like me and they're like, I'm a social butterfly. Y'all know how much I'm struggling right now that I gotta sit here and not socialize, right? It's who you're created to be. But I just think about those kind of things in society, in world health, in all the things we deal with where suppression is as dangerous as oppression is. Right? Because you're doing it to yourself. Exactly. When you oppress yourself, you attract more of that. Everything is good. Can you have two boxes? Three? Three boxes? Yeah. Yeah, I... You know, you attract it to yourself and you do like what we said. Oh, this is not my new pattern. Yeah. I agree. That... Asking for permission. That seeking out permission is... <laughs> Definitely filthy, at play with that. Mm -hmm. Also, the responsibility for protecting oneself, like with the virus, like with me too, 
you you need to understand how to balance yeah. both of those things. Yeah. Yes, you want you want to know that what you're you're wanting to do will be accepted by whomever you're trying to mm -hmm. to do it with, right? That's right. Yep. Whatever it is, whether it be yep. high fives, yeah, or whether yeah, it be yeah. like fucking like sexual congress, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But you then, once that's been established, hey, this is the plan in the permission granting, the access wow. granting, whatever, wow. I'm still bound to make sure that this works for me. And when it doesn't work for me, I'm responsible to me. That's right. To stop that shit. Wow. Or recalibrate it. Let's recalibrate this shit. Hey, Harvey Weinstein, I know I said I was coming over here to run these lines because of what's in it for me. However, you get to touching and feeling grabbing. You don't look like my type. You're not getting it moist. I don't want to do this. <laughs> Yeah. At what point? Together. Together, thank you. Thank you. Now this, to take it a step further with the Me Too, Harvey Weinstein, Bill Cosby, I struggle to put myself in a place where I am a decently influential, wonderfully handsome, <laughs> funny and charismatic black man in the 60s. Right, and I have license and access to do a lot, yeah. not everything, because mm -hmm. I'm a black man in the '60s mm -hmm. who was revolutionary. Mm -hmm. But I have to, I have to believe that these women felt a need, desire or that it benefited them somehow to be involved with him. In order for me to to accept all of the the stories, I have to also understand that it had to get to a point to get to that point. It did. Got and it. there had to be some sort of predatory presence, right? There had to have also been some sort of indication that said predatory presence was now falling upon this interaction. At what point was regard for personal safety thrown out the window? And I said, yeah, you know, I did come to his hotel room to hang out at three in the morning with this young, on-the-scene, handsome dude who has now answered the door in his robe. I'ma I'm a still walk through this door, though. I'ma still take a drink that was prepared for me, though. And you know, America is built on dichotomies. Yeah. So, of course, you always hear either blame this person or victim blame. And it shouldn't be this or that. No. It should be this and that. Absolutely. Where it is, for not playing that either. they played. Exactly. Responsibility should, be, should right. be taken for the part that was played. Regardless. Now, I often which, wonder. Which causes more division between men and women right now with all of this, right? It does. It does for sure. there's I men just, now that are like, with me, I can't even touch or do whatever because you're a woman and I don't want it. And I'm like, bro, that's not even who I am. Like, exactly. we're cool. We have to say, I'm a grown woman. I'm going to tell you if I want something to Thank you. And back the heck off. Thank you. I struggle. Well, I just discolored. think about 
it was sitting somewhere. <laughs> I only need one. Thank you. Um, I struggle when I hear folks get like all wrapped up in the shit too, because I call me crazy. Were people not taking drugs and fucking a lot in the sixties or? Don't people do that today? I'm confused about that part. And I feel like no one has ever really said anything to address that part when it comes to Bill Cosby specifically. At what point am I not actually trying to link up with someone at 3 a.m. to take drugs that he bought that I didn't and drink drinks that he bought and I didn't? And I came there knowing that this is what I wanted to do and did it. And then maybe whatever business deals we had going, whatever, whatever, that I, in the back of my mind, woman on a mission, decided should happen as part of this agreement that we've made. And when it doesn't happen, am I just mad that it didn't happen and the sex and the fun that we had was something separate? Or do I now get to combine the two because things that I wanted didn't go the way that I wanted them to? But I would have to be sexually empowered to even be making decisions like, I want to go fuck this guy. I want to go drug-induced fuck this guy at 3 a.m. at his hotel room. I don't care that he's famous. This is something that I want to do. Because he's famous, or because I like him, or because whatever. Like, it comes back to what we were talking about with masculinity and femininity, and yeah. how we all have both. Yeah. It's almost a, it's, it's like a, what's the word? It's the epitome, or proof of every gender for so many years mm-hmm. has been in masculine, aggressive, initiative, energy. You know, like... It, it almost goes to show that, like, with all these movements right now, we're all being forced to get back into a nurturing, taking care, loving ourselves and loving each other energy, which is more what we call the feminine, not female, but feminine energy, instead of, go get it, make this happen, fight this, enforce that, you know, achieve, 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 run, run, go, do, because... There is a huge balance in America, or lack of balance in America, huge imbalance of those two. And you even go to other countries who even have like crazy oppression going on. But you'll notice there's a respect for both of those energies, both of those places to be in. And I think for so long in our country, because it is, go ahead, because it is the land of the free, and they want to keep it the land of the free. I feel like for so long in America, it's been fight for the next cause, fight for the next cause. And they've done some awesome work. Feminism, awesome work. Um, Civil rights movement, awesome work. There were things that needed to happen. But when do we get, ooh, chills again. When do we get to a point where we say, okay, okay, slow down, slow down. We're fighting too much. We're fighting too much. Can we just take a pause long enough even to say, Look at all the fighting we just did. Yay! Are there still some problems? Hell yes. It's a freaking country mixed with everyone. There is no, this is the truth for everybody in this country because we're a melting pot and it's a land of the free. We got free speech. We got free this. We got free, you know, like. So I think there's got to be some point, which honestly, it's kind of interesting what this virus is doing to our country. It's making everybody sit their ass down. It is. 
it's making everybody sit their ass down, including stocks. <laughs> and right. like it's making Everything people that sit. This. You have no choice yeah. but to take a break. Yeah. And maybe start going, wow, I've been running for a long time. <laughs> I've been making stuff happen and not letting it happen, but making it happen for a freaking long time as a people. Yeah. You know, we don't know how to relax. Americans look at countries that take siestas in the middle of the day and they're like, yeah. what? Right. We don't know how. God, I wish we did. Honey, Jesus, I was just talking to you somebody know how happy about this people last would be week. Too? I need a nap every goddamn day. I wish. Or just time. If we understand that people are not robots and they're not like wind it, wind up the key in the back and then set you on a course to do the thing that I need you to do to make the money I need you to make for me. Ouch. Yeah. yeah recognize that at some point in your day you may want to get back to you and the things that you need and if Check I it. gave you a break to be able to do that right. you might be a better person overall not just a better worker for me you might just be a better person for your life for the things that you need and for me and for me because I would be hard pressed to think that any autonomous adult out here that works to make money for someone else would not like to be better at that if they could also be better at what it is that they need to be for themselves, right? Like, is that a ridiculous thought? I don't think so. <laughs> I just swallowed air. <laughs> Didn't inhale it, I swallowed it. I felt it happen. I was like, ooh, that didn't go there. Um, <laughs> it's kind of like saying, you mean we live in a country where we really don't have time to wash our hands because we're running so fast? Oh, whoops. And then I got to get back after my lunch break right now, so I'm, I'm sprinting back to my, my punch in or my desk. Yeah. You mean we work jobs in, country, in a country with a bunch of companies where we're not told to care about ourselves? Interesting. It's almost like that, right? Like, how do you guys not wash your hands? Because you're freaking running from this to that to this to that to this to get it done, put this out, get me some more work. Some people probably don't, which I think, you know, I'm not saying it's not gross. No, and, and it's not the man that's making us be that. Like, you <laughs> right. know, the, the people that are choosing to just be reckless will choose to be reckless in other ways. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe this is exposing right. that recklessness. Right shining a spotlight, putting it under a microscope to say, we're not taking care of ourselves the way that we Thank profess you. to be taking Thank care you. of ourselves. Thank you. We have all of these things, we have all of these freedoms, we have all of this access, and we will fuck it up off something so simple as not washing our hands, not covering our mouths when we cough or sneeze, wow. having general boundary, like respect for personal space if you know you got some fucked up shit going on inside of you oh maybe don't kiss the child yeah <laughs> cough, cough with no covering you know what i'm saying sneeze for all to walk into the spray like what and like you said it's just a magnifying glass on what's yeah, been there exactly like we were talking in the car the coronavirus has been here before yeah flus have been here before exactly horrible presidents have been here before have been here before 
It's not new. Stop no. acting like, oh my gosh, this is the worst ever we've ever, nope. Ask your grandparents, there's been a whole bunch of everything happening this last 10 years. But it's all magnified right now. Right. And the fact that we've got technology we did not have way back then, it's everywhere. Exactly. It's on every blog, on every social media site, every front channel, on everything. YouTube. It's all been here, but we can see it. So now we're just being made, like you said, yeah. it's 2020. Do yeah. I need to be quarantined? Like, right. you've got clear vision now. You can see it all. Exactly. Just to be honest, right? Exactly. Like, because we can see it, I think people should challenge themselves to do the research, like we said. Go back and see the things that are very much like this thing. I hate to be this person sometimes because it makes me feel like a bad ex-Christian. Not that I feel like an ex-Christian at all. I feel like once, always. Oh, we're touching. We are. Sorry. <laughs> got my mythology, the Christian mythology, and you look at ways in which it is similar to so many other religions. They're all the same, Are they all saying the same damn thing? Are you serious? In different ways, in different cultures, they're (laughs) all saying? different names, but the same timetable, the same same fun facts. Do you mean that, like, this superior being could have shown up in many different ways on Not the Not possible. I am unwilling he to He only went to this. one city. Only one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Salt Lake City. <laughs> the only... On the God World Tour, there was one... Shut up! Stop. <laughs> that huge being... Exactly. That can hold the, you know, planet here. Exactly. He said, like, I'm going to take a pin that. and just... Boop, Exactly. There, that's where it is. You're not alone. I'm in the exact same place. And why are you so damn scared to face that that might actually be something that's true and bigger than your mind can fathom? Why doesn't that give you joy? Why doesn't that give you joy? There's unity that Christianity is supposed to talk about. Right. You know, and this is funny because wasn't Jesus hugging lepers? Like, wasn't wasn't Jesus hugging lepers and having... And like, with not the to, like I said, not not to be like down on Christians as an ex-Christian no. or a bad Christian, but don't want anyone who doesn't understand. There's an opportunity to live and understand outside of what your yes. thing is, yes. your consciousness. There's a there's a thing that there's everything that you could tap into because here you are busy thinking, and you could be experiencing. And doing the thing you think is so hard about. Exactly. I which, think we should love. Which I is, think we should love. Exactly I what we were we talking should. about in our oh. self-healing, right? Exactly what we were talking about in our self-healing. And it... It's so weird because for a religion to be based on one person mm-hmm. and then for you to look at what that one person did, mm-hmm. the religion has nothing to do with that one person. Not at all. And... He said 2,000 years ago, stop following these damn rules. I'm breaking them in front of your eyes and telling you to stop following them because they're old. They were only created to make you all feel safe in some way or secure like you could reach some kind of ceiling that you'll never reach. I'm here to reach it because y'all couldn't reach it. Stop. 2,000 years ago. Stop. Yeah. 2,000 years ago. He wasn't sitting in on dog on pew right. following an order of service. No, absolutely not. Yeah. I don't understand it. No. Still, to this day, I'm like, you need Jesus in your life. When you say that to people, 
can you take a bottle of him first, please? Right. Because Jesus is not anything that Christianity is. No. It shouldn't even be named Chris Christianity. Mm. It has nothing. And what's amazing to me, mm. other religions that are based off of other people's names yeah. are actually about those people's practices. Go fucking figure. How about that? Buddhists are actually very peaceful, yeah. loving, you know, we're all one and there's unity and mm-hmm. Hindu, you can go through all of these doggone religions, which is so many, I'm realizing I'm like, there's too many damn religions in this world. Right. Because we just the, all believe there's a thing. There's a thing. There's a thing. That's the religion and I it's am. it's love and light. That's the you religion You call it what you want. <laughs> I will call them Bob. I believe in a thing. I believe in several things. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they're one thing, and then other times they're many things. Honey. I believe in all of them, all uh-huh. the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I believe in all of the things. And it's okay. And it's okay. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't yeah. hurt anybody else that you believe it. Like, that's... No. No. That's what just breaks my heart all the time. I'm like... It's been so funny, because I'm in a place now where... <clears throat> I was a worship leader. Mm-hmm. Which I still... I don't yeah. do it anywhere, but yeah. I'm still worship's my thing. <laughs> worship my leader for hire. Styles, yeah. Extraordinary of the world. At large. Worship leader at large. <laughs> there you go. I'm also one that does yoga because it has healed me in many ways. I'm also one that knows how to read tarot. I'm also all of it. Yeah. All of it. Yeah. Also someone who knows a hell of a lot of Bible verses because I grew up in it all. I'm also so, like I'm all of these things. Why? Because how can I reach anybody? in right. any way to right. do anything right. if I don't. It's right. just like languages. Practice. I want to learn 10 languages. Exactly. Because I can just talk to more folks in the world. Exactly. And serve my purpose. Yeah. If you walk in different practices, if you understand different schools of thought, if you educate yourself on different things, you're only diversifying your skill set to mean, be able to do more of the whatever good that you are going to do. So when are we getting married? Tomorrow. Okay, let's go get <laughs> I'm single. Let's change, <laughs> let's change the world. I'm available. <laughs> Even that. Okay. We had to get in the car, but that needs to be what we continue to talk about. Marriage. What about it? Reframing perspective on marriage did you with me, too. Did you want to get married? I did. Really? But I did want to because of all the institution of what I thought and believed and was told. It's much like what we talked about with being overly caring of everyone else. It was oh, the same yeah. kind of thing. I was mm-hmm. trained. Mm. Now I'm like, why did I do that? I had to ask myself, like, and be honest with myself, right? Why really did I do it? I don't know. I think I grew up not wanting to get married. I, I know I grew up not wanting to be married. I did not want to be married. And then somewhere along the way, I convinced myself that I was a bad woman for thinking that. Wow. And like women that don't want kids. Exactly. And now... I realized. I'm just cold, sorry. I'm no, like, you're good. Okay. Now I realize that there were reasons that I didn't want to get married that were born out of ignorance and trauma. There are reasons post divorce, having said I would never get married again, where I'm making wow. myself out to be a liar. Woo! I would. My circumstances just got to be right. Yes. But I'm finding that my circumstances just got to be right for every fucking thing that I know I need to do. 
if I want to do it, the circumstances got to be right or I'm not fucking doing it. That's what I absolutely should have told myself when it comes to so many things. Yeah. From the first time I started telling myself, no, I don't want to do that. No, you can't do that. No, you shouldn't do that. That's going to hurt you. That's going to scare you. That's going to be difficult. Don't wow. do any of that. Yeah. I convinced myself when I was nine that I didn't want to be an architect. <laughs> I used to want to be an architect. I would get reminded I of this. to meet you at nine. Girl, that was a hot, full-blown hot mess. Full hot mess. Taking my mom off and my teachers getting, oh, yeah. getting in trouble every day. Because oh, I yeah. spoke my mind. Every day. I um, I kind of miss her. Me too. She had no filter. She was honest. Listen, when I got my divorce, I put this ring on that I used to wear when I was probably my most ridiculous self. Mm-hmm. 12, 13. I remember the first time I ever like lost my adult audience and when I say that I mean was engaged in full-blown young gifted mind conversation with a room full of adults and I was falling flat with them like everything was just it was a real speak when spoken to stay out of grown folks business one of those moments moment mm -hmm. and I realized damn you should really you know that place that they say a child's place, that place? You should go find that place, said child. You're a child in this space right now. Go find that place, child. Go be there. I remember that feeling. I remember feeling that feeling and deciding there are going to be opportunities when you can self-regulate. Find them. Look for them. Don't do it so as to be apologetic. Do it so as to be cautious. Woody? Yes, thank you. Do it so as to be cautious. So that you can work your audience when you have it. And when you Damn. don't have it, you need to understand how to gain it. What do you need to do to Honey, be able to gain stop it. the presence you were that you need self, to gain? You were giving yourself a master class on performing. Absolutely. I think I had the same one in a different way, but so bad that I knew how to take care of the audience so well mm -hmm. that it was terrifying to really be myself. I, I learned after that moment. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. If you give me... So, choir. Choir, right? Being in choir. Mm -hmm. I have always been a strong singer. Always. If you gave me a solo, I would become some shrinking, small voice that did ne that never existed in an ensemble. It never existed in my section of the choir. It didn't exist at school. It didn't exist at church. Singing in those spaces, it always existed when it was. Thank you. Well, I just gotta me. Yeah. If it was just me, I've only yeah. I've only recently. In the last five years, claimed that voice that exists in those ensembles for my own self. And it's only to sing in the shower in the car. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's wild. That's wild that I wouldn't allow that for myself because of what it meant. Because of the responsibility that it gave me, right? So much responsibility. There's so much riding on uh, this. And it was all created in my head because truly there was no responsibility. Some of the best advice anyone ever gave me when it came to singing specifically, you have to envision that everyone wants to see you perform the most beautiful thing 
that they have ever heard. No one wants to get out, come from their home to see you <sighs> fuck it up. <laughs> no one wants that. So if you need to place a pressure on it for yourself, girl, uplift yourself because that's what they came to see. Honey, leave it at the door. Yes. Leave it at the All door. All on the floor. Leave every Bullshit. bit of yourself on the floor. And this is why I want to do my dream so damn bad. Because what is it? it is being vulnerable, transparent, and honest through my own original music to help other people be vulnerable, transparent, honest, heal, transform, and be empowered. That's the best way I've ever explained it, I think. I love <laughs> it. Right? So can we have gatherings mm -hmm. that have themes and the themes are a shared experience of whoever shows up? Mm -hmm. I did one that was called Trauma to Triumph. Mm -hmm. So could we all come in as people that have been through trauma and feel empowered to get to triumph? By Alicia oh being butt naked emotionally yeah. on stage, yeah. sharing her original pieces I and fucking up if she feels like it on the spot because it's not formal and it's not in front of Madison Square Garden with security. Right, because you're still in a safe space. You know what You know what helped me really to conceptualize that? You ever been at a church, let's say a wedding or a funeral and someone is struggling to get through a standard that everybody knows. But when I tell you they are fucking it up royal, they are absolutely fucking it up royal. Yeah, everybody remembers it. But in the moment, are they not all pushing that energy that says, no, no, honey, it's this note. No, honey, it's this. No, it's this word. It's not that word. They are pushing that energy from the, I know I do it. Yeah. I don't I don't ever imagine that the person next to me is sitting there like, it's oh, like they're a, fucking that up good. I hope they keep flaw. it up. It's such a big human flaw, isn't it? Yeah. But what's funny is, smile, man. The opposite. How many times at Roper did we have dumb hoot and nannies in the dome when we couldn't even fit in the doggone dome all exactly. of us? With horrible acoustics where you horrible. hear the delay from the person singing exactly. over there, okay? Exactly. But nobody knew how it went. Nobody could play it on the guitar or whatever. And it was just exciting to just all be sitting there singing and exactly. going, Hey, Because none of my know the word. Or the small churches. Like, my dad had a tiny church growing up. Now he's in a different one. But nobody knew it. And it was like, okay, we're not playing the piano. Everybody, here we go. We're just going to clap and sing this. Exactly. Because the point's supposed to be just to get together. Exactly. It's the, the congregation. That the unification—that's the point. And it's why people you. that have celebrity idols, mm -hmm. even like it, when they get into that space and they're like, "Everybody, get off the band! I'm gonna sit on the side of the stage and just sing a random song from my childhood," because exactly. it's you can relate. Exactly. Because it's that feel good yeah. that unifies us all when we're singing something that what? there's no pressure. I didn't drive. You what? did not drive. There's no pressure to perform when you're just in the moment feeling yes. the goodness of it. That's what I want before I feel. And then I want them to heal while they're doing it, right? In some yeah. way. We need to make these happen on I a regular basis. so bad. I need funding. I need help. I need resources, networking. The, I need the grant written to tomorrow. And Let's do the, it. Yeah. That's right. The marriage talk, though, we totally need to have. Mm. Are, did we sign? Are we done? We're done. Can't, we, sorry, I didn't do it. We are done. Okay. Um, 
Do you what still have space? <laughs> I do. What was I going to say to you? I'm sorry. I totally interrupted your thoughts. No. I was just going to say one of the best memories of singing that I have is when your mother asked me to sing at one of our MLK Day celebrations at the Dome. She asked me to sing, lift every voice and sing. Like to start... No, it was after we finished the walk from Hill House to the Dome to do that. And I did it, and I was terrified. (laughs) I was terrified of doing that, but I did it. And because of church, I keep doing it. It's a compulsion. You want to drive is what it is. You just want to be in charge. You said we're getting married tomorrow, so apparently I'm taking care of you right now. I love it. <laughs> That's what I need in my life, is to be taken care of, so this works out perfectly. Indeed. Oh, okay. Indeed. Whenever you, when you get tired. Thank, Thank you. you. So. Wow. I'm surprised so, you remember it. Wow. No, I absolutely, because it was, it was fucking monumental for my life. But, um, no, yeah, I'll never forget that. But then... I remember the feeling, I remember how I felt no pressure and how beautifully it turned out because of that. And then I remember, based off that, she then asked me, she then asked me to sing the Star Spangled Banner at a boys basketball game. And I fucked it up. Uh-huh. <laughs> I completely fucked it up. And I was like, I felt so bad wow. and so like horrible. But I remember the boys. Um, <coughs> I remember the boys humming and singing along. Yes. As I was fucking it up. Because I don't remember fucking it up. I had to. Well, go back and watch. Or something. Yeah, exactly. Because I was just like so nervous and just outside of my comfort zone. Much unlike lift every voice and sing, being in the dome. Being in the dome, feeling that feeling, was it was night and day different. It was night and day different. The energy was different. The purpose, the purpose was different. And in the purpose being different, wow, I was different. Wow, yeah. And wow. I'll never forget that. Because you were performing that exactly. time. Yep. You were connecting the time before. The time before I was singing a cultural song oh, that connect uh-huh. that yes. unifies people. Yeah. Wow. That's how I am with music. We had a purpose in doing that. The next time I was just fulfilling a role. See, I was just doing a thing. I understand that feeling completely. Fred and I used to have fights. In fact, our first fight started about that. Yeah. First fight ever. Really? Which you're going to think is hilarious because guess how old I was when our first fight happened? Four? I was 25. Shut up. <laughs> That's I the kind of siblings that. You we were. You were so sweet. You were so sweet. Well, not just that, but Fred and I, we were like, no, fight? We're best friends. Exactly. We're hooked no, to I, I, I love That's what you. I mean. Like, I remember feeling that energy. Like, you were just such a great little sister <laughs> in that respect. That I, I loved remember. Him to pieces. Yeah. So it was horrible, which he made it up for me with me. Two days later with Stevie Wonder tickets live at the Hollywood Bowl. Well, so we were like, I love you. Yep. Exactly. Forgiven. Exactly. But it started we're about... We, I'm sorry to interrupt you. We got to turn around. <laughs> Where are we going? Oh. Are, we, are we buying wine? 
we can. What are we doing? Let's get it by the house if we're gonna get wine. Okay. That way we're, we that's, know where we are at least. That's a great idea. So big old you, you know where you are now. I, maybe, <laughs> maybe I know where I am. So Kniff that way, it's gonna hit 75 in like a mile. I'm not about to do that, yeah, Huey, in front that. of that police officer. Oh, good, see, I'm glad you have eyes, cause yeah. I didn't see him. These good old glasses. But yeah, we had, the fight started essentially, now that I, this is how I would say it. There was tension couple days before the fight started and the tension was this big argument and I only say argument because it didn't feel like a debate like I think he was really upset that I didn't want to move to LA I didn't want to do the Hollywood music thing I didn't want to try to push my music and myself as an artist Mm -hmm. I wanted to choose a different path and he just couldn't understand why and it's kind of it's exactly what you said not kind of I didn't want to sing the national anthem at the Roper boys basketball game I wanted to sing Left Every Voice in a dome with people yeah. that were singing along and feeling connected and feeling a sense right. of connection to their ancestors. And In other words, now, we still have different paths. I mean, yeah. we're a little bit better. We're cool now. But yeah. um, I essentially said, I want my music to be used to heal communities and people and make a difference in lives transformationally. Yeah. I don't want to be on the stage of the Grammys. You do, and you will, and he was, right? Right. But I don't want to do that. And I got sick of explaining it to him. My mom, we used to always have arguments about this, but Mm -hmm. because they don't see the sustainability of it, right? Right. The practical. But it's funny. I was dueling pianos for five years, traveling all over the country, performing every weekend, making a heck of a lot of money. And I was miserable. I was burnt out. I was miserable because for me, there had no, there was no meaning or purpose in it for me. I was not aligned with what I'm called to do and it wasn't fulfilling. I was burnt out every single night. And so after five years, I was like, I'm done. I'm not doing this anymore. And I've taken some jobs now because I'm a single mom and need the money sometimes. But I think it goes to show like this whole conversation is just connected all the dots. We're staying in the same stream of consciousness and, you know, truth that like, authenticity that's what I'm I have to be authentic in exactly everything I do and my authenticity is not going to look like yours anybody else's it it can't because we're all so drastically different it shouldn't look the same (laughs) but I want to talk about marriage we gotta talk about marriage (laughs) of course because I was laughing when I was like when are we getting married and you're like tomorrow and I was like that's a whole other conversation right there (laughs) like Oh, I'm a, I'm a fool's rush in ass bitch. Like, let's, if we're going to do it, let's do it. Ooh, which keeps reminding me. Listen, me, logical me, advised you on the situation earlier. <laughs> I'm reneging on that advice based on observation. We'll delve into it after this recording. Okay, deal. Ends, but, yeah. But, um, right. Okay. Um. This is 75. We're jumping on. It sure is. Okay. I now will get married for a completely different reason. Yeah. Right? Because of all of the growth, all of the retrospect. Because you know yourself now. Honey. So you can know a partner better, too. You can be a partner. Oh, my God. You can be a better partner because you actually know who you are now. But I also will not get married now for what it stands for or what it can give me 
Yeah. Does that make sense? That's the reason that I didn't want to do it. Yeah. And I thought I was foolhardy in holding fast to things that, as a young person, I didn't understand. But I knew convention, for the sake of convention, is dangerous. Yeah. So I knew I didn't want that. And somewhere along the lines, I decided that it was the hoe in me that didn't like convention. Oh. Mm-hmm. So to save myself, Honey. to absolve myself of the guilt of being a hoe, I should absolutely change my stance on that. I think... Sorry, I'm double-checking the map. Oh, you know where you're going. I do. Hallelujah. Girl, oh, you can lose me once Davison. in a day, but not two motherfucking times. Davidson confuses <laughs> the crap out of me. Okay, so... I think now I will get married with a mindset that, hi, I'm Alicia. This is who I am. And if you don't like me, God bless you. You're awesome. Have a beautiful life. We can be friends. Oh, cool. Like there's no, again, that codependence is gone. The feeling of needing validation from not anybody even, duh, because that's the codependence, but from any institution, any system, any religion, any tradition, that's gone. And now I recognize if I show up as my whole person and I vibe with somebody being my whole person, not that fragmented, compartmentalized version. Oh, see? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> That I got a big mouth. That's why I was held up. Oh no, you're just kidding. You're good. You're good. <laughs> that then it will be a true connection. Yeah. Whereas my first go round, I was only being the parts of myself that I accepted at that point, and the other parts were whole hum, you know, suppressed or dormant, honestly. So I attracted someone with the suppressed parts. In his own way. Absolutely. And we both had our shit that we brought to the table that just went to all hell. It was bad. Yeah. And I didn't see it because I wasn't willing to see it in myself either. You know? I didn't see. I ignored the red flags because they were red Clarity, though. That clarity, though. Jesus Christ. So now I'm like, I was just laughing. I'm saying I'm laughing. I was laughing out loud. You heard me. Yes. But like in my (laughs) spiritual and emotional heart having a whole laugh with all of them inside of me i was like oh this is funny because i totally would (laughs) be like yep i'm marrying this person and okay so that's the thing i was thinking i now have learned so much about myself in terms of my attraction in terms of my connection with people yeah that even okay i've come to learn that I'm what people call a sapiosexual. I can't say all these words because they change every five seconds. Right, but yeah. I don't fall in love with a body. I don't get physically turned on by a body. Mm-hmm. I'm not, ooh, about somebody I see mm-hmm. or, or even know as a personality. The mind and the spirit will F me up. Yeah. I can be talking to a woman as a woman that identifies as straight. I can be talking to a woman like we have, have a deep intellectual conversation that yeah. also creates an emotional connection, and I'm aroused. Yeah. Because that's what turns that. me on. Yeah. And so I'm even noticing now, I've always had LGBTQIA plus WSHAB, LMNOP, right. QRS. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
friends in my life. Yeah. They just Same. keep adding letters. Right, right, right. All the letters. letters. All of the and letters. The, right. And the new pluses and stuff. Um, my whole life, people was, they were sure I was a lesbian in high school. Definitely. Because my yeah. three best friends were all lesbians. Yeah. And I have friends that have been married and happily married to their wives. You know, women married to their wives, uh, men married to their husbands. And it makes me so respect marrying for the right reasons. Right. Now that I can watch one friend that's a male who's married to his husband and another friend that's a female who's married to her wife who have both been there for me through through my divorce, through panic attack stuff, through whatever, who have healthy, happy marriages. Go fucking figure, right? And I'm like, oh, I understand this marriage thing from a whole nother level now. This has nothing to do with church, institution, what the government considers this, that, and whatever, or meeting anybody else's standard for marriage. Right. It's literally this commitment between two people that agree and decide, I got your back, we got each I'm not other. going anywhere. It's us against everybody else, everything else. We are impervious to Honey. the bullshit. And if you because change, I'm going to change with you. Exactly. We're going to evolve. We're going to ebb and flow. We're going to work this thing on out because at the end of the day, I will not be as great as I am in your absence. Cara Pay? Yes. Will you be my wife? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Officially. <laughs> Dude. But I people need won't moonstone. have these conversations. I need moonstone and hilarious. I just need you to know that. And I need like turquoise pink, purple, blue okay. stupidness. <laughs> That's not normal because it's boring. Um but people need to have these conversations. I'm even yeah. noticing now, trying to date at 32 in a couple weeks. Um, people don't have this damn conversation. They don't know how to date people. No, they don't know how to try people on and That's be tried on. That's why I started on. this. This is the entire focus of why I'm having these conversations with people. Because it's resoundingly clear to me in the shit that I've encountered. And is this right? Mm -hmm. is this you are okay. absolutely right. In the shit that I've encountered in my own trying to date and trying to understand, you know, trying to navigate divorce was one thing. Trying to convince myself that I'm not too shell-shocked, war-torn, and scared to try to do anything as it relates to another person and the other gender again is something else entirely. I am frightened, deeply frightened. And then I started recognizing all the ways in which I was seeing people really fuck it up. Yeah. They felt like they were do, giving it a good go. Right. Everybody's like, oh, online dating. Oh, do this. Oh, do mm -hmm. that. My good girlfriends that were single and had been the whole time that I got married and had a baby. Watching them go through so much shit. And I'm like, here I am, shackled to this shit storm. And you are single and willingly diving headlong into a quite similar shit storm. That's crazy to me. That's crazy. But... There's a reason why you're doing it. There's a reason why people in droves are doing those things. It's because they don't fucking understand themselves. They wow. don't understand the, the rules, the parameters that have been set, quote unquote. By whom, for what purpose, none of this is taken into consideration. It's like, nope, this is what I gotta do. Uh, this man. is the way it's done. Man. I can't text her now. She'll think I'm thirsty. Uh, or, shut up. He didn't text, he must not be interested. Or, he's not on his fucking phone. At what point did we assume wow. 
I mean, and maybe you've experienced a person face to face to know that they are absolutely on their phone at all times of day, right, so you right, can right, come right, right. to an appropriate conclusion about the speed which with, yeah. with which they respond to you or whatever. Yeah. Or sight unseen, you're laying your own personal feelings about a lot of shit and your own personal insecurities about a lot of shit on something that you really don't understand. How about this? How about you ask yep. a question? Woo! How about you be vulnerable? How about we stop hiding behind these freaking cell phones and computers and yeah. be a human being analog with the real connection? Get a get an analog ass connection Honey. to a person in and person face to face. I'm just I'm noticing. I just love how the universe works. God, angels, all of it. I'm gonna keep saying they because I don't know who people believe in. Yes. Um, <laughs> I love all how they love. work. I like how they love. work. Because this what you're doing yeah. is exactly what my video series is. I don't know if you saw the intro. I gotta be honest, I stay off the interwebs. No, that's fine. I'm only on the interwebs to post my own content, and then I crawl back into smart. my cave. It's very smart. <laughs> it's not good for marketing. I know, but it's but so it smart. keeps my brain safe, healthy from a yeah. lot of bullshit. Well, I've got like 20 hours of footage of sitting in front of a camera and talking to people about stuff like this. Beautiful. The problem is, I can't use half of it. My stupid external hard drive isn't working. But anyways. I did a pilot, I redid essentially, because it finally makes sense, yeah. a pilot and put it up and I'm trying to figure out how to now continue. Um, so maybe we need to get the camera out and keep the conversation going when we get to the house. But it's just amazing how these things intertwine and now that I'm me and I'm much healthier and I'm showing up in life. I'm attracting all the people I was dreaming of attracting. Girl! When I was married, before I was married, um, right after I separated and all that. When I say, like, I'm running into people like you with this stuff, I'm literally running. People are getting my name, and I don't even know where they're getting it from. That kind of stuff's happening and manifesting, and I'm like, wow. I'm on a completely different level, vibration, in a different area, whatever, where now... I know who I am like and you just get so grateful because you're like I said at the table I'm 30 I'm 31 turning 32 and I know where I effed up big time I know exactly at this point how I got there I remember God has literally shown me all of the steps up to that I mean I've had those moments I'm sure you've had some of them laying on the floor in my tears having God play me a movie because I'm begging for, please show me how I got to that point. Right. And it's like, okay, remember that one moment, that one day or that one month where I said, don't turn that way. And then it was just little turns after and you ended up in the wilderness. Right. Where you didn't even recognize you were in the wilderness because you were so deep in. Right. And then it felt like in October, like I said, two, gosh, it's been a long ago, a year and a half ago, where one day something snapped in me. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it should have been an episode of Snapped, but in a like healthy way, <laughs> where I was like, I don't want to see you when you get when I get home. You better not be at the house. Like, do not come back with all that toxic crap ever again. Yeah. Something just snapped, and I feel like that morning, before I said that, it was like a flare gun got shot off in the woods, and I was like, panic attack almost spiritually, yeah. like, like yeah. oh my god, there's a flare gun. I was on this path. How did I get here? Who are you? What is this? Did somebody put something in my... What? And I started booking it. Right? 
emotionally, mentally, spiritually started booking it for that flare before it went out. Yes. Like, I could not miss my chance. Exactly. And all the things that I was working on, all of the purpose and ideas I had to birth in this world, and I finally, in the last week or so, what put me in tears last night was like, I'm back on my path. Wow. I'm meeting new people because this is where I was headed before I got distracted Absolutely. and went into the woods. And it's just, it's amazing to have it this young. Yeah. Because it, it almost feels gift. like you gave me a second chance. It's a gift. Legit. It's a huge gift. Clarity is such a gift. And so I want to be able to... If you can to, get over the fear of, of what it is that you have to do once you have it. It's not like it's easy. Yes. Yes. Having clarity is yes. not no, easy. No, it hurts. It's like being, it's like being <laughs> psychic, right? It's like having yep. clairvoyance. Yep. It's not easy. I no, feel terrible. Haley Joel Osment. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it's yeah. difficult when you can see things that no one else can see or when you know things that no one else knows. And it's tangible and real for you and it's not for them or they're unwilling to accept it. But it's their acceptance is irrelevant because you can gain you can gain from having it and understanding it. And like it makes it maybe a little bit more complicated to navigate around those that don't or won't. But it doesn't mean you can't do it. It just means you gotta find your your brethren. You know what it is. And, or like Yes. Or make yourself visible <coughs> so that your brethren can find you. Ooh. There's that femininity again. Boo. <laughs> Find me, boo. Sometimes you I'm have learning. to, like, you have to sparkle. Oh, it's so hard. So you can be like a beacon. You can be a lighthouse. And something can reflect. The light that I have can reflect off of you. Mm-hmm. You know? Wow. <laughs> I do say it's a jungle in here. No, if you all the more reasons to not touch them. We gotta get closer if we wanna talk on that thing. Well yeah, I imagine that you would scoot around. You know what? That made me scoot around? You want me to scoot all, all the way? way. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Let's go. Move it. Do you have a hard bargain, young lady? <laughs> What are you thinking? Something vegetable. I'm thinking about meat, veggie, galaba. Do, do you ever get fish? Not here. Or no. No. Thank you. I think I've had catfish, fried catfish, galaba, or something. She looks like that important. Hmm. At least when I turned my Agreed. head. Agreed. I was like, um, agreed. In Detroit. <laughs> Not impossible. <laughs> okay, I kind of want shish to lemon. Or, I'm deciding on a sandwich or a plate, but I shouldn't spend a dime, so I'm going to just get a sandwich. No, this is on me. No, it's not. Yes, yes it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. It is, though. Single mothers. Don't mm -hmm. take mother single mothers. Yes. No, listen. It's on me because uh -huh. this is a business expense. So we're good. better. We're good. Okay, I'm gonna get the plate then. The Delia. A whole Do yummy bunch of vegetables. Exactly. I'm legit excited about getting this meal though. Mm. The other day I got Royals powder. Mm -hmm. It's like carrot juice, beets, orange, apple. 
it wasn't delicious, but I felt like I was giving my immune system a whole lot I was just going to say, it sounds like it had you really pepped up <laughs> from the inside out. <laughs> I was like, if I'm going to be out and about rehearsing and stuff. Yeah. Wait, can I, can I bother you to sit right there? Not coming. Please. Woo, this is close, too. Yeah, let's suck it in. Suck it in. Let's do that right there. Let's just hold take us off. I think I should wrap my jacket around just See? a little bit until I warm up. Is it because we're by the door? No. So, no, everybody else has all the stuff, too. Well, at least the black people do. <laughs> okay. Gonna give my immune system the most strength. <laughs> Mango. Okay. What about that potassium broth? That I'm one's looking you, real I healthy. I drink all of those right about now. Those are looking. That one's looking super healthy. Okay, I'm gonna do the debone chicken. You wanna have it a whole? The half, please. Like it's a half a chicken. Like uh, three pieces. This one. Maybe three pieces. That's a good size. So, what is it like? A thigh, a drum, and a breast? Some dark meat and white meat, but boneless chicken. Oh, okay. That's it. Can I can I have only dark meat? Is that enough? Dark meat, all dark meat. Yeah, okay. I can do that. Yeah. Lemon oregano, please. Sure. You said the rice, right? Um, actually, I don't want rice or fries. You want vegetables? Yes. Okay. Soup or salad? Uh, let's do. Thank you so much. Sorry. Do you want to drink anything? No, water is fine. Thank you. They legit changed my keyboard. You little 